This is Vernon Jacobs, Senior Pastor of the Embassy Church. I want to thank you for engaging with us through this podcast. May it build your faith and strengthen your walk and cause you to reach the rooftop in Christian living. Don't forget to aim high and never give up. Let's go now straight into this word. Luke chapter number 10 verse 19 says, Just behold, Christ is saying, Behold, I give you power. Somebody say power. And authority, say authority, to tread upon snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Not not necessarily uh, snakes and scorpions, but the word snakes and scorpions is a representation of the powers of darkness, of the forces of evil. All right. So he says, I give you power and authority to tread on the snakes, the scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing. Somebody say nothing. You've got to believe that nothing means nothing and say nothing will harm you. If you're watching at home, say nothing. If you're online, say nothing because that's, that's a key word and nothing will harm you. Nothing will bring harm to you. You've got to rest in that word. Nothing will harm you. You're going to have to trust in that word. Say trust. I'm not sure who's here this morning that needs to trust in God. You're going through something and as you go through it, I want you to trust God. You're going through a valley, I want you to trust God. Somebody shout trust God. Now the enemy will seem, will show you that he also has power. And like we have in our world, uh, the, the, the police have power. And the criminals have power. But the police have authority to, in, to, to, to act with power. The enemy or the criminals, they, they have power, but they are, that's not legitimate power. The police have authority to use that power. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's you as a Christian. In the spiritual world, you have power but you also have the authority. Why? So when, when the criminal element of the enemy stands against you and he's attacking you, you must know that he's coming with power, but you are standing with authority and power. Hallelujah. Now, this morning as we go on, I want to also show you that you have divine empowerment. But we must use this empowerment in the right way. We must use this authority and power against spiritual forces of wickedness and not against human forces. Now there's a difference. I'm going to show you that you, you think when, 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 when you are attacked in the office that that person is your attacker. No, there's a, there's, a, there's a spiritual force that is using that human being. We wrestle not against human beings. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against powers of wickedness, spiritual forces in high places. So when a person is attacking me, it's not the person, it's a spirit that is using that person as an instrument. Uh, do, you, do you understand that? Now, David, I'm going to use this as an example. <coughs> David wrote many psalms 
And David was a, was a fighter. We know that he killed Goliath. So he, he has a fight in the inside of him. From, from the time he was born till the time he dies, David has got a fight on the inside. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. So when David was crying unto the Lord, he, he kind of installed the human element, and he started to speak against uh, the the human sector. I'm trying to show you how uh, you need to be violent in your spirit, but direct it in the right place. But this is how David prayed. He said in Psalm 58 verse 6 and 7, Oh God, shatter their teeth in their mouths. <laughs> now, where, where is this coming from? If you, if you want to really study it, you go and study in Psalm 109. He becomes upset. Some of you become upset. And, and people make you angry. Psalm 109 will show you the basis of why he prays like this. Uh, and and, it, and just, just the beginning, it says, For the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful are opened against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. When people lie about you, you get upset. And then you want to pray, may their teeth in their mouth break. David prayed those prayers. Actually, in Psalm 109 and verse 9, he says, Let their children become fatherless and their wives become widows. That's, that's, that's a dangerous prayer. I used to like to pray like that too. <clears throat> until God, no, I'm serious. Until God told me, if you are in the priesthood, priest, don't pray curses. Priests speak blessings. God had to teach me uh, in my own Bible school that you must train your mouth to speak blessings. Because uh, if you're going to be in the priesthood, a lot of people are going to come and say, bless me, I'm barren. How do you speak life into a barren womb when you are speaking curses? Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. I want you to understand spiritually. And that's why sometimes I, I try not to talk too much. Because you're not sure whether you want to, you're saying the right thing or the wrong thing. As When you're in the priesthood, you've got to train your, retrain your mind and retrain your thinking. And that's why you could have be sometimes of fewer words rather than more words. David said, let their way be dark and slippery. Let the angel of the Lord persecute them uh, because he, he was angry but he also spoke he wrote, he wrote better psalms but I'm trying to show you that the kingdom of heaven suffers violent violence but the violent must take it by force if you are under attack you can't just sit down and say well I'm under attack no, there's the blood of Jesus that is available for you. And I'm going to show you that as a solution in a few moments. Are you with me? Say amen. Yeah. Now, when you get this divine protection, Psalm 91 verse 5 and 7, become 5 to 7 becomes operative in your life. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night. Somebody say terror by night. It sounds like terabyte. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, 
nor the arrow that flies by day. One of the Psalms that David wrote, he says, may their arrows become blunt against me. I like that. Whatever, whatever is released towards me, it will not pierce me. May their arrows become blunt against me. That's a good word to shout amen. May their arrows become blunt against me. You know, there are people that will always, no matter how much good you do, they'll always see the one dot of black ink on a huge white sheet. May their arrows become blunt against me. That's a prayer that you can pray. May their arrows, I'm not praying against you, but I'm praying against the things that you level against me. Amen. Now, where I want to camp is, nor the pestilence. Pestilence is also disease. Nor the pestilence or disease that walketh in darkness. That walketh in darkness. This morning as you come to the table of the Lord, I'm speaking this as a prayer for you. May the pestilence that lurks in darkness. We can't see the disease. We can't see the virus. We can't see the infection. It could be in the air. It could be in your shoes. It could be in your hands. No, the pestilence that stalks in darkness, stalk creeps up in darkness. It shall not harm you. No, for the destruction that wasted at noonday. I want you to say this. A thousand shall fall at thy side. And ten thousand at thy right hand. Come on, people. You didn't come to play games. Say, a thousand shall fall at thy side. And ten thousand at thy right hand. But it shall not come near me. But it shall not come near me. I want you to make that your prayer, people. You can't be... The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, but the violent must take it by force. A thousand shall come to me, ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come into me. You got to declare it. Now, let me show you the makeup, the, 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 the fabric of a pestilence and of a disease. Number one, the pestilence is said to walk in darkness. You, there you are walking in innocence, but this thing is walking in darkness. You can't see it. It's waiting to attack you. It's waiting to stalk on you. Are you with me this morning? So the pestilence is said to walk in darkness, and it acts on account of sudden onset. Sudden onset. It, it, uh, it, it pounces on anything that's weak, anything that it can get itself on. Out of obscurity, it comes where you're not expecting it. Out of obscurity, not associated with any apparent cause. Uh, you say, but how come? What did I do? Sometimes you didn't do anything wrong. It just jumped on you. But this morning, I want you to get the blood of Jesus on you. I'm talking to, to you as a, as a believer this morning that you put on the full garment of this blood protection. Shout amen if you believe it. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Now this thing lurks in darkness. But Malachi chapter number 4 verse 2 gives us a promise to reveal it. He says, uh, speaks about the sun of healing. S-U-N. Not the S-O-N. But the S-U-N. Because it lurks in darkness. Because it lurks in darkness, he says, but for you who revere my name, that's why I said to you, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. But to you who revere my name, the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays. 
One version says, with healing in its wings. And you will go out and frolic like well-fed calves. I know about all of these restrictions, but it should not put fear on us that we don't have a frolic. Are you with me? I'm tired of living a restricted life. You know, um, you, you need to go out and frolic like well-fed calves. Uh, the, the, I watched this with my grandchildren. You know, you have these, these calves, the cartoons, and they make these calves dance. But that is a reminder of these well-fed calves. Are you with me? Say amen. Now this morning, I want to also put on this altar and destroy on this altar as I speak, whether you perceptive or not, evil handprints. I've always said as a pastor, don't allow anybody or everybody to lay hands on you. Even the Bible says, don't be too quick on the laying on of hands. Uh, somebody said, you know, these people, uh, you, you must go to this person and they give you a massage and uh, they, they use light. The, the, the right word for that light, generating light, is raki. They use uh, this thing called raki. And, and, and it will make your, it will expose all the dark spots in your body. Immediately it came to my mind that this is sciences. This is not what I want. Uh, I don't want people to lay their hands. I'm praying. I'm, I'm getting the, the spirit of God as much as I can. And suddenly you allow people to lay hands on you. And that thing causes the exit of that Holy Spirit from your life. Are you with me? So evil handprints. Psalm 140 verse 4 says, Keep me safe, Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Protect me from the hands of violence and those who devise ways to trip my feet. Evil hands that are placed on you that's full of mischief. That's what I'm going to administer the blood of Jesus today to destroy evil hands that are mitigating itself against you that is full of mischief. What is this? Uh, hands that have shed innocent blood and have touched you. Hands that are engaged in, in adultery. Ah, some people, and, and, and I want you to understand that this, this morning, that it's, it's not just you can go and have a bath and have a shower after you've been touched by the strange woman or the strange man. Uh, it takes more than that to wash off Evil handprints. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. Evil hands seek to suppress and overthrow your stability, your peace, and your progress. Evil hands that have touched you. If it's evil hands of adultery that have touched you, there's an assignment deeper inside of it to destabilize your wealth, your health, your peace, and your destiny as well. And you're thinking, why am I not making progress? Because the evil handprints have not been washed out of your life. Evil handprints of violence. Evil handprints of wickedness. Evil handprints of adultery. Are you with me this morning? Say amen. amen. And then I'm going to also put on this altar household wickedness. 
Matthew chapter 10, verse 36 says, A man's enemies will be the members from his own household. From his own household. Now, out of envy and jealousy, Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery. You'll find that in Genesis chapter 37. You'll find that when Samson was to be handed over to the, to the Philistines, his own people bound him up. Many times, there's enemy activity inside of your own household that's destabilizing the stability of the house, the peace of the house, the love of the house. This morning, I want to use the word of in communion, let a man examine let there be self-examination. Uh, we're too good in cross-examining, but we should be good in self-examining. Are you with me this morning? If your house stability, if the peace in your house is not on a level of more than six and reaching 10, 10 being high, zero being low, if the peace levels, if the stability of your house is, is shaking. Some marriages are shaking right now. COVID has, has, has not only caused physical health to decline, but it's also caused relational health to be destabilized. And the household, there's household wickedness that have come into houses, and houses are, 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 are taking taking a beating. Are you with me this morning? So, your household disunity, if you are not together in your house, your household disunity can amputate your household destiny. Where your family was to be headed in one side and the enemy caused problems inside of your house, the whole stability of your house is wobbling. That's, that's a challenge. Where wives dishonor their husbands. That's a challenge. The enemy has come into the household where there's no, there's no kind words to the husband. And vice versa. Where husbands have been enticed and lured by strange women inside of this COVID, there's also been a disconnect in marriages. And as Solomon speaks about, the strange woman has come in. This morning, I put that on this altar this morning as a Christian family, and I call you back. I call your hearts back to be joined together from that disunity. Fathers are not equipped to love and support their children as they should. Fathers have, have, have neglected their household duties towards their children. In Malachi, the Bible says, I'll turn the hearts of fathers back to their children. The, the hearts of their sons back to them and the, son, the hearts of daughters back to their, to their mothers. I'm not sure why I'm speaking about this, but I put this on this altar before we have communion this morning. And as I come towards the end, Revelations 12 verse 11 says, and they overcame all of these things by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. I spoke the word of God to you this morning. May you have an overcoming life. May you overcome all things that the enemy is bringing towards you.